This is the happy hour. You guys want a happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Monday. Hope the weekend was good. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick and Rico joining you as usual. Rico, what's up? Go New York, go New York, go. You're happy. Heck yeah, I am. Because your New York Knicks won a basketball First game. First road playoff victory in game one since forever. And they got they have the Cavs, correct? Yep. They okay. out-physical the Cavs. Evan Mobley and Jared Allen are little babies. I was going to say, I heard you calling them names earlier. Yep. Evan Mobley and Jared Allen are little babies. Okay. Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle are grown men, and I'm okay. I'm so happy that they're on my team. I, I for some reason— And so is Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson is the most clutch person well, in the NBA, yeah. and there's nothing you can tell me that, that refutes that. Despite— Despite uh, being a Bulls guy, who unfortunately they lost to the Heat in okay. the second round of the playing games, but unfortunately, even though I'm a Bulls guy, I have this weird affinity for Darius Garland, and I don't really know a whole lot about Darius Garland, but he just seems like a guy that I would like to cheer for. No, you wouldn't. And so, no? No. Do I need to stop being a Darius Garland guy? No, you guy? can continue to be a Darius Garland guy. I just don't know why you would be. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know what it is about Darius Garland. Um, Spider, Spider Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Spider. I do love Spider, but Spider. He's a little baby. He shoved okay. Julie. Should have got teed baby. up, but he didn't. Okay. Anyway, that was a good addition for that team. It was. Um, also, not because they didn't people, have to give up anything. Also, not a lot of people are talking about how Laurie Markkinen has to go serve his military time. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, he, he reports Sweden. today. Finland, Sweden, Finnish, Finland. Yeah. So Finland, yeah. Finnish military. So it's like mandatory for people, uh, for for men, men of when a you're, certain age. Yeah, until you're a certain age, you have to serve it at some point, mm. at some point throughout it. And he chose; he's choosing to do it this off season. Yep. So he's completely he's completely shaved. He's yep. he's got for a bald his curls. Head. Yep. So he, has he, some, he, has, he has some nice curls. He has no hair, and he reports today actually to the to the military. Hey, good on you, Lori. So and Lori it's Markinen. It's so strange because it's coming after arguably his best yes. season in the NBA. Yes. Yeah. So I wonder, like, for a guy like like Markinen, what's his role in a, in the military, in the Finnish military? I don't know. His hmm. front line. <laughs> I hope not. The front line guy. How sad. That he's would a be very so... large. He's a very large man. Also. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what the average height in Finland is, but I feel like he is. Oh, above oh that. The, well, good news. Good news for you. Oh, shout out to Google. <laughs> what do we think the average height in Finland is? What's the average height for men in in the United States? I would be perfectly average in Finland. 5'10"? Five, 5'10". Ten? Five, ten. It's fake height. It is uh, 5 feet 10.7 inches tall. Females in Finland are 5 feet 5.3 inches tall. There you go. So, there it is. So, I, I mean, and, and Markkanen is almost 7 foot, if not 7 mm, foot. 6'9". He is seven foot. Oh, okay. So Lowry Markin, Lowry, 
Lowry. Lowry marketing. Like the seasoning. Uh, let's go <laughs> ahead. Okay, so if you guys don't know by now, our FM signal is down currently. We are working on it. Just a smidge. Yeah, we are working on it. So um, if you are listening to us, thank you for finding, and that means that you found either the Aloe channel, channel 951 on mm-hmm. your television. That means you found the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream as well, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. And then, or you either have the app or you have the ticketfm.com off of our website. So we have plenty of avenues just because our signal is unfortunately down. Plenty of avenues for you guys to still connect with us. And so if you know of friends of yours that are, you know, dedicated listeners to the ticket throughout the day, make sure they know, hey, this is where you can go to still hear the uh, the best sports radio around. Mm-hmm. So we got a good show for you guys today. Uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman Text Line, both those open for you guys the entire way here. Uh, I, I want, we're going to do a deep dive on the college baseball RPI in the first segment here because Nebraska baseball, they find themselves in a really unique position. One, because they, if from like a 5,000-foot view, you're looking at this Nebraska baseball team and you know some of the games that they've lost and most I mean the ones that stick out obviously are are the ones to in-state teams in Creighton and Creighton and uh, Omaha but also they just come off of a sweep against Northwestern which yes they probably should do that against that type of team but this is also a program in Nebraska that they won the Big 10 title 2 seasons ago lost a second-round draft pick, lost a lot of uh, experience on that team as well, mm-hmm. and then they come back and they miss the, the Big Ten tournament in all, in its entirety, entirety. Yeah, right? And so now here they find themselves a little over halfway through the season, and they are first in first place in the Big Ten Conference standings again. And so They're it's 21 and 11 and 21, 11 yeah. and one. And like in the Big Can't Ten, yeah, in, in the Big Ten, that record's probably not going to jump off the page. But we're going to look at D1Baseball.com's RPI rankings, which is just, I mean, there's the same rankings similar to the NCAA.com because it breaks it down. And similar to college basketball, your RPI is going to fluctuate based on who you play. And unfortunately for Nebraska, they haven't had the toughest, toughest schedule to where it favors them in the RPI. And in baseball, when you're looking at um, I, I suppose when it, when you're looking at who should make regionals and who gets those at-large bids if you don't make if you don't win the conference tournament, mm. well, they look at RPI same way that ba- basketball looks at the Kempom. Baseball is going to look at RPI, and so or in the net, I guess is when um, is what basketball, basketball looks to. It's both, but in baseball, it's it's RPI. And so I think it's it's going to kind of surprise you guys maybe on on how much Nebraska's spot has fluctuated because they have been winning games recently, especially conference games, mm-hmm. which is why they're first place in the Big Ten. But their RPI doesn't necessarily show that or illustrate that. Um, and then in addition to that, we'll have Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska on the show at one thirty today just to break down Husker football, Husker hoops. Fred Hoiberg is hot on the recruiting trail right now. Yeah, he he got the commitments of well signees of of Rink uh, Rink Mast and Bryce Williams, the Charlotte transfer. Also got a four star. This is one that kind of has been st- uh, swept under the rug a little bit. They got a a four star commit from Nick Janowski out of the state of Wisconsin. Who's if you look at twenty four seven sports, he's the eightieth best player in the country. If you look at rivals, he's about the hundred and second best player in the country. 
And so around a top, a top 100 player. Yeah, he's a top 110. We'll just mm-hmm. go with that player in the nation. And has a really nice off, uh, offer list as well. In, in, in USC, Marquette, Wisconsin was in on him as well. Mm-hmm. Iowa was to the table. Virginia Tech as well. He's the number Tech one player well. in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. He's got a sweet lefty shot, which lefties yep. always throw me off. Yeah, so he is a lefty. So it's it's going to be interesting to kind of see. Uh, and so we'll talk to Steve about that uh, here in a he's, couple minutes. It's only a Nick junior, Janowski. and he's already the he already has the record at his school for most made threes in a career. Jeez. He's led. Well, I don't know about led, but he's been on the team. I know led for the last two years on the team for three straight state championships. Um, yeah, he's he's a pretty good player. He's fun to watch. Um, if you go and watch some of his film. He's just so, on. If you just YouTube Nick Janowski, he loves to have the little up and under shot, of, but jump range like or jumper like mid range shot. His jumper is so dangerous that everybody jumps at the pump. So yeah. he pumps, he waits, they fly by, he shoots it. No, and that's that's also speaks to the the level of discipline that he's facing off against with. Uh, opponents and yep. scouting reports and things like that. That's something that maybe he'll have to fine tune when he gets to the college level. But you know, it is what it is for the, the, shot for the time is, being. The shot is there. Okay, so once again, four zero two four six four five six eight five. The Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman Text Line. Let's dive into the uh, D one Baseball dot com rankings because Nebraska sitting at twenty one eleven and one, coming off of a sweep against Northwestern. Um, and we will talk about Husker softball because they don't they deserve to be mentioned as well. Thirty wins after after their their uh, sweep of Indiana over the weekend. But it's Nebraska Nebraska sits here in baseball with the RPI ranking of one hundred and thirteenth. Mm-hmm. And over the last seven days or so, they have lo- they've went three and one. They lost to Omaha in extra innings, a game that they probably should have won yeah. last Tuesday. But then they sweep Northwestern. In the last seven days, Nebraska's RPI has dropped 31 spots. And so, once again, it's it's that, that mantra of the wins aren't going to help you out a whole lot. It's the losses that are going to kill you way more. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, when you look at and break it down by RPI rank and your record against RPI rank, Nebraska, who holds the, the strength of schedule, rating 193rd hardest schedule in the country, 193rd hardest schedule in the country according to d1baseball.com. They have that record of 12 and 3 at home, 6 and 6 and 1 on the road and 3 and 2 in neutral side games against RPI teams rated between 51 and 100. Nebraska is 5 6 and 1 against those teams. Obviously there's a four game slate against San Diego in the first series of the year that's that's listed on there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your Big 10 teams will probably be between that 51 and 100 mark. The two SEC teams that Nebraska faced off against in the early season, Vanderbilt is their RPI, I believe, is 7th. Um, if I remember, yeah, 7th. Yeah. They have a record of 29-7 and seven currently right now. That's Nebraska's one game this season against teams in the RPI ranked higher than 25th. I would say that's a pretty good win. It's a good win, but it just sucks that the rest of your schedule. The rest of your schedule doesn't help you out at all. Nobody in the in that, exactly in that top range of RPI, so your wins do diddly squat for you, especially when teams uh, in those other conferences with higher RPIs. Maybe they're not the, the best teams, but they get a win against a high RPI team. 
They're, yeah. they're jumping up the rankings. Well, and so then, I mean, here, so once again, Nebraska in the last seven days has dropped 31 spots in the RPI. They're, they have played, I mean, just broadly saying, two teams this season in the top 50 RPI. Ole Miss, they lost. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, they won. And then outside of the RPI is your, your other game, or outside of the top 50 RPI is your other games. And so every loss, I mean, they've lost two games against teams that have a higher RPI than 200. And they have lost two games with team uh, to, to uh, a team that has between the 101 and 200 RPI ranking. Um, Jeez. And, and so it's just once again, it's like being able to take care of business throughout the entirety of the season is so crucial. And we always talk about it's that recycled conversation at the beginning of the season with baseball when you when you talk about Nebraska being a, a team that plays in Lincoln, Nebraska, cold weather, you're going to go on the road, you need to kind of load that front half of that schedule. Why? This is the perfect example. You look at San Diego. Now granted they're not they're not going to be at the uh they're not in a cold weather state and I get that. But their record is 15-17-1. San Diego's is. You see San Diego? Nope, just San just Diego. Just San Diego, okay. Just San Diego. They are rated 90, their RPI is 97th in the country. They have two schools. So listen to this. 15-17-1 is their record. Most years, that does not put you anywhere near the conversation for an NCAA turn, turn, uh, regional berth if you are, um, unless you win the the conference right your conference they have the number one strength of schedule in the country and so a team like think about that a a, a mid-major level team in sandy san diego who's not a power five conference in baseball west coast conference west coast conference who is 15 7 has a losing record has a run differential has a negative run differential obviously has dropped 20 spots in the last week, is still higher than Nebraska by 15 spots. 16 spots to be exact. Mm-hmm. And and why? Because they have 12 wins against teams that are under or ranked lower than the 100s in RPI. They're 0-4, though, against teams in the top 25 of RPI. 1-5 against teams in the top 50 of RPI. But you sit here and say, look at that sample size. They're playing much more difficult schools and oh, yeah. opponents. And that's why being in the Big Ten kills Nebraska. Because Nebraska's better than the teams that are, are in the 90s of RPI. They they do not deserve necessarily to be 113th. Do they deserve to be in the top 50? No, no. probably not. Because they haven't taken care of business against the Creighton and the, the Omaha type of schools. But you can't sit here and tell me that Nebraska isn't better than 16 and 18 Pittsburgh, who has jumped 36 spots in the t- in the last seven days because they played a top school in the country. Yep. Right. And Nebraska coming off of a sweep, and this is what stinks about the whole Big Ten Conference and baseball, uh, just kind of landscape. Is Nebraska, who comes off against. Uh, a sweep of Northwestern and in-conference opponents, they drop 31 spots. Who, once again, the non-conference strength of schedule, specifically the non-conference strength of schedule, 
ranked 193rd in the com- or country for Nebraska. Overall, including the, the conference schedule, Nebraska's strength of schedule is 214th. Their strength of schedule diminishes because of the conference that yeah. they play in. We talk about them loading up the their non-con early schedule uh, early early season schedule with teams that you would believe might be high in the RPI. Even then, and and I understand what they're trying to do because you can't you know out of the gate say okay we're going down to Ole Miss, we're going down to Vanderbilt, we're going down to Texas to open the season when those teams have been practicing outside mm-hmm. and you've been practicing inside under the lights, not you know dealing with the with the weather and and it's different. It's different practicing inside and practicing outside. So they're not going to be as sharp as some of those teams. So if your, you know, first three game series is is at Vanderbilt, you're probably going to get smoked. So you you schedule early, you know, some warm weather teams that you probably think you can beat and then you try to load it up a little bit with teams who have higher RPIs. But Nebraska had Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, those are probably actually those are easily the two best teams on their schedule, they took one of those games, and it just sucks because, like you said, you get in a Big Ten play, you cannot, you can't afford to lose a single mm-hmm. one of those games if you're a team like Nebraska with the strength of schedule that Nebraska has, or you're going to end up dropping. And unfortunately for Nebraska, they've had some some hiccups here and there with a couple of teams that they definitely should not have lost to, mm-hmm. and that's a reason why they were so low in the RPI. And then you go through the rest of the Big Ten schedule, and if you don't end up, if you don't win the Big Ten tournament. I mean, you're in a precarious situation trying to get into the NCAA tournament. Well, and so, I mean, you look at just previous years with Husker baseball, and that's why, like, last year, it was a season of real missed opportunities, unfortunately, as we know, because they had the talent for it. Oh, yeah. Um, But you had Sam Houston, who is is a regional team. Sam Houston is a regional uh, familiar team. Mm -hmm. Then you'd go to TCU, and I guess to use kind of – a, a, a generic term. You went to Arlington, Texas. You played them in the Texas Rangers new stadium, Globe Life Park, last year. But basically, that's a home game for for a top twenty team in, in TCU. Mm-hmm. Long Beach State was a uh, a game that or series that got canceled last year because of snow and because of cold weather. You load up once again the front, but that just means you can load it up all you want. And and understandably so, maybe you fall to a couple of those teams and programs. But that just means that you got to take care of the Kansas State midweek games, and you got to take the BYUs and the the the, the Texas A and M Corpus Christi's and the Columbias and the Citadels and the the Creightons. Those make those games just that much more important because then you look at overall record, you look at seat or you know like placing the Big Ten conference because a win like Nebraska's best chance to boost their RPI going forward is going to be games against Big Ten opponents. But unfortunately for Nebraska, they don't play Michigan again, if, if I remember correctly. And Michigan is going to be is, is the Big Ten Conference highest-rated RPI team. And so you sit here, and, and maybe I'm wrong, Indiana, they, excuse me, yeah, Indiana, Indiana. Is, in, Indiana is the Big Ten's yeah. all the way up at 20th. They are 20th. But they do, so Nebraska does have... Iowa and Maryland remaining on the schedule, and okay. Iowa. Hold on, I gotta find it. Iowa's fifty fifth in the RPI, and Maryland, I just sixty third. Okay, so you have those. You take care of business there if you can get if you can get a series victory against Iowa and Maryland, which Iowa's coming up this weekend uh, after a midweek game with Creighton. Uh, if you can take care of business there, mm-hmm. that's gonna help your well, RPI. But it's not. It's still. 
you know, 63rd and 55. It's it's high, Well, but it's not, you know, if you had Indiana and you could beat Indiana, it was all the way up to 20th, that would help so much. Well, more. and those are great, but once again, Nebraska has a game against Creighton tomorrow. Yeah. And then they have a game against Omaha next Tuesday. And then they have South Dakota State. You can't and they lose. have North Dakota State. You can't lose they have those. Creighton again. Then they have Penn State, Purdue. They have all these these poor teams. You can't do it. You, you, and, and that's why, once again, I think Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald tweeted out um, the other day, if I, if I can find it really quickly, the the list of RPIs over the next couple of weeks for, for Nebraska baseball. And it, it, I mean, that they're facing off against, I should they're say. They're very big numbers. And it, it's not very good. It's not good at all. Um, and so you sit here and, and you say, the, it's, you look at it as an opportunity, obviously, but you really hope Nebraska could just take care of business and, and be good to go from there, mm-hmm. from then on out. All right. Once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line. Both those open for you guys. If you have not heard the news, our FM signal is unfortunately down, I believe, still. it. I believe it still we, is. We haven't been told that it's back up. So, um, But I do have some breaking news that makes me happy. Okay, one second. Yeah, so if ahead. you have not, if you don't know how to get a hold of us or if you have people asking questions, Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, um, all those avenues. If you're an Allo customer, channel 951. Is a, is a great choice, a great option for you as well. You can watch us on TV as well. Um, all right, Rico, take it away, my man. Oleg Kloyanets has a home. Unfortunately, it is not Nebraska. This has nothing. Okay, go ahead. He's going to Wyoming. Oleg is going to Laramie. Oleg to Wyoming. To Laramie. Oleg is going to Laramie. He looks so good in yellow. Interesting. Oleg to Laramie, Wyoming. I'm sorry. He looks so good at yellow. He looks so good in yellow. Well, let's talk Husker hoops and a little Husker football as well with Steve Mark of Inside Nebraska. We'll do all that uh, as we prepare you for the spring game and talk about how how well Fred Hoiberg has done on the recruiting trail. We'll talk about all those things coming up next with Steve on the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.